up the ghost into your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that knocking at your door? It's the ghost hose. Knock, knock, knock. Surprise, bitches. Well, I guess this is a great place to start. <laughs> yeah, hey. Hey there. Welcome to Ghost Hose. We are the Ghost Hose. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. There we go. We're fucking it up hardcore today. <laughs> it's all good. It's okay. It's topical to be fucking it up hardcore today. It, it really is. Well, we'll get to that later. Who cares? Uh, with anything new with you? What's going on? Ooh, this is maybe where we can have like an entrance. Uh, oh no, maybe not. Hold on. We'll wait for that an later. Entrance? Well, no, because our uh, topic. Okay. Um, I like the title "Dead Presidents." Uh, unless you had like a better. But one. the Secret Service would like get after. I mean, <laughs> wasn't there a movie called Des- "Dead Presidents"? So like, I think we're cool. I mean, yeah, but like, I think they're super sensitive about like presidents and death these days. Because listen, if we get on a list, that means they'll have to listen to us. And that will oh get God. us more plays. High Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We're going to, like, double our numbers. Right? Oh, my goodness. No, I thought it would be cool. We don't have to put this in the show. But um, okay. when we... Dis- if I don't know if that was what we, like, announced our topic. <laughs> or what? whenever we announce our topic. I was starting to, but then you didn't say anything, probably because of the lag, so I'm just like, anyway, let's, li- I guess we'll I, do that later. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was just a lot happening. <laughs> so, the school I'm going to offers, like, fast-track courses, and I completed two, so I just gained ten more credits. God damn, you are too smart. Slow down. I love it. Don't slow down. I'm really worried, <laughs> because I feel like it's too easy, and I'm like, oh my god, it's either, like, a sham, or, like, I'm just, it's just easy now, and it's about to get, like, real fucking hard, so I'm a little worried. It's probably easy now, and it's about to get hard. I mean, also, number two, if it was a, a sham, you're, you're not paying for it. Your work is paying for it, so whatever. They can pay for all the shams they want. <laughs> That's exactly why I did it. I'm like, if this doesn't actually turn into agree, at least I didn't fucking pay for it myself. So I'm all good. Exactly. And I'm learning shit, so that's nice. That's all you really need. So how are you doing? Mm, I'm great. (laughs) Uh, All of the fish are moved to the pond, so that's cool. Yay! So did you swim with them? We swam before they went in, and I think... No, so we haven't swam with the fishes yet. Okay. And no bodies have been found. No bodies, unfortunately. <laughs> but I did find a squirrel statue, like, in the bushes when I was Ooh. weeding. So that was cool. <laughs> That's neat. I'm waiting for the day you find, like, a fucking femur bone in your backyard. Because <laughs> I feel like that's always the bone that, that people find is the femur bone. Yeah, because it's big. It's, it's so large and in charge. I broke my femur bone. Oh, that's right, you did. That's like a skill. It is not a fun bone to break, let me tell you. <laughs> but anyway, this this podcast is not about broken bones. This podcast is about ghosts. Uh, so did anything spooky happen to you this week? So nothing in the real world, but I had like a super crazy dream where I had committed like a terrible crime. I was like robbing a grocery store. Maybe I shot someone, I'm not sure. But I, in the dream, I was like, I need to turn myself in. So my friend, like, takes me with, uh, goes with me to, like, turn me into the police. 
and the police station is at a mall and the mall has a wedding happening so we're walking through someone's wedding as i'm about to turn myself in to the police god that's super rude just interrupting a, we- a wedding right? so you can turn yourself in <laughs> and someone gave me a way shot. to make this all about you q <laughs> Someone gave me a fucking shot, though. And I was like, I really needed that because I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> like, Oh, thank God. I literally woke up thinking I was going to jail. So it was just a very wow. strange dream. We have a guilty conscience or something. <laughs> I don't know. I need to, like, look it up in one of those dream dictionaries or whatever and see what that means. Yeah. That was my spooky Ow. thing that happened. I woke up thinking I was going to jail. <laughs> Crazy. Anything spooky happen to you? Well... Last night, around 3.30 in the morning, I woke up, I rolled over, and I saw something standing on the other side of the bed. A face, either the figure was a small child or something taller but crouched, just right over the lump that was John, right past him. There was like just a face staring at him or me i don't know i looked at it and the face didn't go away so i was just i made the executive decision to just close my eyes roll over and say not today and i just ignored it because i did not have time to miss sleep i needed it (laughs) dude that's exactly what i would have done i would have been like nope close my eyes if i don't see you anymore you're not there (laughs) yeah just like look not today ghost or vision from just sleepiness i just don't have time (laughs) oh my god that's so creepy yeah (laughs) and like i rolled over and i kept my eyes closed for like a minute because i'm like i'm not gonna open my eyes because it's gonna be right in front of me (laughs) i don't know what i would do if that happened to me now because there's literally nothing else in my house that should be moving but me it wasn't moving though oh okay but it was just like it was just, it was just like, but the... Maybe you had a leprechaun in your house. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going everywhere but ghosts. No, it was, it, that's really yeah. creepy. Or it's just my imagination. Well, that is terrifying. All hey, right. Do you have any uh, news updates for us? <gasps> oh! Spooky news cue. A Florida man and high school teacher was fired for claiming there was demonic energy coming from the school bathroom. How dare they? Well, hang on. Say, I thought so too. (laughs) Slow your roll. Don't be so quick to judge. Oh, man. Edward Tardiff, the Florida man in question, says it's all a big misunderstanding. It was a joke, you see. He claims... Quote, I made a reference that maybe there's something evil in the bathroom because there were kids coming out with red eyes. End quote. Oh. That's understandable. That's just a joke. Whatever, mm-hmm. you know. That's taking it out of proportion. However, he also tried to smoke with a student. Oh, I don't know no. if it was regular or wacky tobacco. No. Nope. He contacted students on social media at inappropriate times. <sighs> no. And he told a student that she was his spirit daughter nope and he was another student's spirit husband nope can't do that go to jail go to jail go to jail yes please go to jail go directly to jail so good job florida department of education for giving this guy the boot oh my god the worst people are in florida that state needs to go away i'm so glad i added demonic to my google news alert that's awesome that popped up and I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> teachers have got to stop trying to be friends. They do. Stop trying to be the cool teacher, no. okay? That just ends badly. You can teach the kids and try to be a good role model to them, 
but you don't need to be their friend. Yeah. They're children. Anyway, another news story for you, Q's story. <laughs> There's a new cryptid on the block coming out of Virginia. Residents in Henrico County woke up one morning to discover someone had left ye olde CRT television sets on their doorsteps. 50 houses were affected this year, more than double the amount that were affected last year. So this is the second year that TV headband, which is a fucking stupid name if you ask me. So original. This year, the culprit was captured on film thanks to the rising popularity of doorbell cameras. When people looked at the footage, they spotted a tall man in a blue jumpsuit wearing a TV on his head, creeping up, carefully placing a TV down, and darting away to strike the next house. I saw like he's that. even wearing gloves. You can you can see and you can tell nothing about him except it's probably man shaped. Right. He looks so stupid too. I love it. Yeah, and it's just like what why? Nobody knows. It's maybe a prank. Where do you get these TVs? How? When? Is he buying these TVs? Is he collecting these TVs? Did he inherit a whole bunch of TVs and he's just out to spread the TVs? Or did he inherit these TVs and he has to pay to dispose of them because he has like garbage stickers or something stupid like that? And he's like, haha, I'll just spread them around the county and right. everyone else has to deal with them now. Well, I'm wondering, I don't know. are these working televisions? I also could not find any information about that either, because it's like, if they work, well, good on you, I guess. Right. It's, it's an old TV, but I guess it works, so that's nice. Well, like, also, that would kind of determine, like, where he's getting them from, because if they don't work, it's very possible that he's just, like, collecting them from people's garbages, even though you're not supposed to toss, gar like, TVs like that. I'm just so confused. I'm so confused by TV Headman. What is his goal? Where did he get them? <laughs> TV Headman, if you're listening, TV Headman, call us. We want to know. <laughs> or just talk to us. That's cool too. We want to know more about this. Why? Why is this happening? Oh, uh, yeah. So that's wild. You know it's going to be like a popular Halloween costume this year. Oh my god, Halloween is happening. It's so soon. And guys, yes. Ghosttober is is almost upon us. Oh my god. It's coming. We start we got to plan that. Yeah, it's going to be a good one this year. I'm Yeah. I'm really got excited lots of about ideas. It. We just got to schedule our ideas. Yes. If you have any requests for Ghosttober, let us know. We're more yes. than happy to incorporate it. Uh, do you have a cue? Oh, yes. Word of I the day. I wasn't sure if you were done, so I wanted to make sure. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I don't that's, remember what we're calling the news. <laughs> sorry. Q's Paranormal Dictionary corner something. Yes. I don't know. We are so good at speaking today, too. Yep. Especially me. This I'm is, not stumbling over anything. This is going to make it even harder to say the word I'm about to try to pronounce. <laughs> Perfect. This word, hold on. I'm going to count. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think it's like 23 letters in this word. So prepare yourself. Oh, okay. My body is ready. <laughs> Parascovedicatriophobia. Let me try that one more time. Parascovedicatriophobia. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. If you pronounce all the letters. Okay. So I'm so going to guess. Take a guess. <laughs> all right, cool. So para, that's spooky. Yep. A phobia, that's a fear. Correct. So, but there's a whole bunch of shit in the middle. Mm -hmm. So, spooky noise fear. You know, that's not a terrible, like, guess. <laughs> but it is incorrect. Ah. <laughs> it is a fear. 
but it is a fear of Friday the 13th. Oh, of course. I've heard of this word. I just forgot that. I could also be mispronouncing it. I also probably never tried pronouncing it. I've just seen it written. Or maybe we talked about it in our Friday the 13th episode, perhaps. Oh, we might have. I think you might be right. So maybe I have heard of this word. But I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Did someone like... I mean, like- you see it and you go, somebody just started writing a word had a seizure and then and then continued writing the word <laughs> or their cat laid on the keyboard you know uh, yes one of perfect. those <laughs> that is this week's word which i don't know if we have one coming up soon we should check that oh we do yeah actually in september yay just a few weeks hey. well by the time this episode comes out maybe it might it's be. now <laughs> oh. okay so yes that was our word of the week who goes Okay, so I just listened to the ghost camp, and I think I went first. So that so would have meant again, you went then first again. I would have gone first libraries. at library. Okay, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not the end of the world. <laughs> this does is not true. particularly matter. This yeah. is true. Okay, well I'm so excited. Cool. Yeah, so, so let's get on to our topic today, which is ghost precedents. Dead precedents. And you found this t- topic, like, easy and nice and exciting and... Only because of the person I picked. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel bad because <laughs> I think this is probably the easiest of the presidents. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was trying to find someone a little more, a little less known. Like, I was trying to go with, like, a president I don't really know much about, but unfortunately, there aren't uh, a whole lot of ghost stories d- about those people. Yeah. And if they are, it's not on the internet. So, I'm going to talk to you guys about the ghost of Abe Lincoln. And no, I did not say, hey, I mean, Lincoln. <laughs> it's a little, uh, Did you say, Babe Lincoln? <laughs> No, hey, Blinken, like in Men in Tights. Oh, you're right. That was my, that was like so... one of the best lines of that movie. I'm, I hate myself for loving that movie so much. It's a, why? It's a beautiful movie. It's perfect. It's a really Don't great movie. Don't hate yourself. It's a great movie. Okay, so just some facts you probably already know about him. Abraham Lincoln was president from March 4th, 1861 through April 15th, 1865. April 14th is when he was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth while attending a play at Ford's Theater, which was only five days after Robert E. Lee had surrendered. Lincoln, however, did not die at the theater. He was taken to Peterson House, where he was in a coma for nine hours. I'm gonna call that he was just dying for nine hours. I don't know if I would call it a coma, because I don't know how much, like, great medical stuff they had back then. It was super great. Oh yeah, it was wonderful. Top, top notch. <laughs> Bite on this piece of wood, and we're just gonna press on it a lot. Anyway, gonna, well, I mean, uh, pressing on it is usually step one. Yes. Stop a bleeding. Let's clot this. Let's clot this. For some stuff, the old stuff does work. Yes. So, I mean, you know, probably still do want some pain medicine, uh, some actual antiseptics. Uh, wash your hands. Yep. <laughs> Did they wash their hands in Abe Lincoln's day? I don't know. We'll have to look that or was up. That still it was still like, not invented. <laughs> they not invent soap yet. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't invent the concept of washing your fucking hands before right. you dig into somebody's body. Oh, these are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> dirt is good for your health, you know. Well, there's that one saying, God made dirt so dirt wouldn't hurt. So I don't know if that was from then or not, but... 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Have you never heard that saying? No. Oh my God, my mom, I don't know if it was my mom, someone told me it when, when I was little, and it was basically like, God me dirt so don't dirt won't hurt, but that is a total lie, because if you have a fucking scab on your knee and you fall into some dirt, it's gonna hurt. That would never be said in my house. My mom, who vacuumed five times a day, would never <laughs> say that dirt didn't hurt. Back to when he died. <laughs> <laughs> yes, back to Abe Lincoln. So his nine-hour coma, after that, he died, and they say his face rested into a smile. Which is kind of, like, nice. You know, good for you, Abe Lincoln. You still were able I'm to smile. I'm free from this mortal coil. Right. <laughs> As we all probably know, hopefully, Abraham Lincoln is best known for freeing the slaves and leading the Union soldiers in the Civil War. Wow, I'm saying words real weird today. I am so sorry. <laughs> the wall. The wall. Yeah, the civil wall, you see. <laughs> the wall. He was married to Mary Todd. Ooh, that's hard to say. And they had four children. So I didn't really think we needed much else from that because there's so many ghost stories to get into. So let's do that. What about the seance stories? The Lincolns had tons of seances in the White House because they had a son, Willie, who died there, and they had lots of seances to try to contact his spirit. What? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm stepping on your ghost No, toes. it's totally cool because that is amazing, first of all. Second, this other story that I have makes so much more sense now that you've told me that. Okay. Oh, thank God. Because yeah. I was like, what? I wish I had more fuck? details to give you, but I just knew that off the top of my head after I was looking at generally presidents and spooky stuff in general. And it's funny because I feel like Abraham Lincoln is like, he's just going to keep coming up in our episodes because I know we talked about him, I think, in the Ghostarazzi. Yeah, we, yeah, Ghostarazzi probably, yeah. We probably mentioned him. I think we mentioned him in there. And we also mentioned him in our Lost Gettysburg episode, which we have to re-record. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that'll be... It's on our list. You know what? That'll be one of our special Ghost Hober episodes. We finally give you Gettysburg. <laughs> our gift to you. When <laughs> you're finally getting Gettysburg. Done right. <laughs> so most of the ghost stories I have are from the White House, which makes sense. So one of the earliest encounters with um, an apparition of Lincoln was from Theodore Roosevelt. He would see him in different rooms and in the halls of the White House. President Calvin Coolidge and his wife Grace had also seen Lincoln. Whoop! I need to back up. I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> I did this in chronological order. Anyway, it's fine. Only a few years after Lincoln's death, there were mysterious footsteps that had been heard by the staff members and residents. So that that was kind of cool because it was just a few years after and he was already haunting yeah. the shit out of that place. Like, I'm not done yet, bitches. Now we can get back to President Calvin Coolidge and his wife, Grace. All right, cool. <laughs> Idge. Um, <laughs> I love you. So Grace had said when she saw Lincoln, he was dressed in black with a stole draped over his shoulders to ward off the drafts and chills of Washington's night air. One day she had passed by the yellow oval room and was startled to see Lincoln staring out the window in the direction of the... Oop, I didn't put in what she he was looking at. He was staring out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and his hands were behind his back. Woo. He turned to look at her for a moment and then vanished. 
That's what they love to do. I know. The ghosts love to vanish. They like to give you a little peek. And then mm-hmm. whoop, they look at you. They see you looking at them. And they go, never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. They roll away. And they close their <laughs> eyes and go, I, not, not today. I can't deal with you living people. <laughs> <laughs> While Lincoln was president, that room, the uh, yellow oval room, that actually used to be his library. And he was known to often look out that window. And there have been many other people who have also seen him at that window. Harry Truman had been awoken by three knocks on his bedroom door at 4 a.m. When he went to check who it was, there was no one there. So rude, first of all. (laughs) He suddenly felt the air around him go icy cold and then quickly faded when he heard the sound of footsteps moving away from him down the hallway. They have like a a letter that he had written to his wife because she didn't like to stay there. <laughs> so he would just write her letters and he was like, This place is fucking haunted. <laughs> you know how you don't like to stay here? Here's some more evidence right. that it's a terrible place to be. Don't come. <laughs> you got ding dong ditched at your bedroom door in the middle of the night. Dwight D. Eisenhower had also said he felt the presence of Lincoln in the White House. Jackie Kennedy had also had an experience or had experiences. When they moved in, she thought it was a very cold and drab house. So what uh, what do you do? She made some uh, major renovations. Hell yeah. What do we always say? <laughs> Stirs up ghosts the most. Renovations. Yep. <laughs> Fucking shit up. <laughs> We're pretty sure Lincoln did not like that she was making changes. I read somewhere they think he especially doesn't like changes being made because I guess when he was president, he got mad at Mary Todd for buying like a ridiculously expensive piece of furniture for this oh i can't i don't remember the actual quote but it was like this stupid house or something like that or this old house so after that that's when um jackie had started to encounter lincoln's ghost a little more current a clinton aide admitted that he had seen lincoln walking down a hallway but the story which was briefly reported in the news was quickly denied and dismissed by the white house as a joke of course they said that they don't want anything (sighs) in print Boo. Those are all my White House experiences for President Lincoln. Then I found this interesting story. So there was a spirit photographer, mm-hmm. William Mumler, who believed he captured a photo of Abraham Lincoln's ghost standing behind Mary Todd. It Ooh. now makes sense why Mary Todd would be cool with this dude taking her photo. Because they were already, like, into that shit. (laughs) So, I was like, why would she do this? She was probably also doing seances after Abe died. Right. you know, like, they were already into that. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, so this is making a whole lot more sense. So, this guy... She didn't get duped into it. Right. She She probably, like, saw him out. Yeah. This guy claimed to be able to catch photographs of spirits. His first photo of a spirit was taken by accident. He was taking a self-portrait and had seen a girl made of light in his photograph. So I'm guessing it was like a smudge or I don't know, something. And he said that it was his deceased cousin. After that, he had claimed that he had the same gifts as a clairvoyant or a medium. 
And that's why the spirits showed up in his photos. But it was just like a different way they were mm. speaking to him. So as a person who took photography in high school, I'm not like an expert photographer, but I've developed photographs in like a, a dark yeah. room. And mm -hmm. I feel like it would be kind of easy to like do this. I probably could have done this in high school. Now, I don't know where photography was as far as developing went at that yeah. time. But I feel like if you really tried, you probably could have pulled this off. You maybe don't even have to do it inside the, the dark room. You could potentially do it, like, as you're taking the photo. Right. Like, if you position lights, mirrors. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of a spirit photography back in the day has been generally debunked as, like, cheesecloth just being thrown into the air mm -hmm. or, like, spit out of people's mouths. Well, so, like, there's other ways that you can fake spirit photography, but... The reason I'm saying was it was in the dark room or like during development mm -hmm. is because mm -hmm. they're like actual it's like detailed ghosts oh okay so i don't can i share okay so you'll see what i mean oh, it's a little my, more okay. like so that's detail. like that's yeah. fucking that's do you know what, what i mean fuck? that's very much so the photograph so this image yes this photograph uh yeah that's a uh, legit mary todd sitting mm -hmm. over there and legit fucking the ghost of Abe Lincoln standing right? behind her with his hands on her shoulders. It's not like a vague outline. I mean, his outline is kind of vague, but his face is pretty much there. So, um, and his hands are pretty defined, too. This is really weird. The only way I think that he could have done this is if he had like the negative of a photo of mm -hmm. Abraham Lincoln in this pose. I don't know how likely that is. I mean, he could have had a he could have a photo or he could have taken a photo like of a drawing or a photo or of a photo i'm sure a photo of a photo of yeah like i mean it looks like abe lincoln but also maybe it's who knows it could be it also could have been could a be lookalike dressed up like abe exactly yeah it could have been lookalike he also doesn't oh, look yeah. tall enough to be abe lincoln i don't know i feel like he was much yeah, taller he than does that look, if she's sitting down he should be like his head should be off the frame <laughs> right that's what i was thinking like sh it's a little too short but it's also his ghost yeah i don't know proportions yes his ghost doesn't need legs so his legs are like <laughs> in the ground his ghost proportions like, are off it's still really cool to see it's neat yeah i'm just scrolling through all these other images yeah there's mm -hmm. a bunch mm -hmm. you, you can look at all of them i didn't put in my notes but i guess there was a guy who had seen one of the photographs and he's like oh my god that's mm -hmm. my wife and they're like oh we're so sorry he's like no 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 she's alive that's <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh she's alive and she's a model she does she does <laughs> Leading into my next, oh. the next part. So he was investigated after some other photographers questioned his photographs. And then he was eventually accused of fraud and larceny and locked what? up. What? And mm, he had a trial. Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> he had a trial and the prosecution could never prove how he had taken the photographs, was able to do all this. So he was exonerated. Mm -hmm. They couldn't prove that it wasn't ghosts. Right. So. They had no proof. <laughs> okay, so then my last little story. I kind of copied a lot of it word for word, so I want to definitely give credit to the author of it. Okay. So I found this on the paranormalforum.net, and the author's Ooh, okay, yeah. username is Spectre80. So this is a story that's, All right. that's local to us. I was going to tell you Ooh. the title of it, but I want to just kind of like... You'll figure it out, and then I'll tell you after. This is kind of fun. 
Okay. Okay, okay. After the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, it was decided that his body be displayed on a funeral train that would zigzag through the northern United States on its way to his home in Springfield, Illinois. The body was not embalmed, and a pair of funeral home employees were on hand during the whole trip to keep the deceased president looking good. They used fresh flowers to mask the smell, which meant the train needed to make frequent stops, which served to refresh the flowers and also allow mourners to pay their respects. So on April 29th, the train arrived in Columbus and Lincoln's body was on display for 12 hours. Now, let me remind you something. Lincoln died on April 15th. Mm -hmm. So this is two Mm -hmm. weeks after he actually died. So he is ripe okay right <laughs> like ripe so <laughs> yeah i just want to remind everyone of that okay he's on display for 12 hours okay so then the train continues on and late that night it passed into urbana in illinois many people assume it stopped at the miami street depot the only train station still in town but it actually stopped at the north main street station which no longer exists The train was met by a large flower archway over the tracks and several hundred mourners who brought wreaths of flowers. The train was only in town for about 20 minutes, and to the contrary of some urban legends, it did not break down there. A few years later, tales of a spectral locomotive began appearing along the path of the funeral train. These were not at all unique to Urbana, but they latched on in the small town and began to grow into a local legend. The ghost train, it was said, was crewed by skeletons and a similar skeleton (gasps) honor guard stood watch over the casket. The sound of the train's whistle, quite different from modern locomotives, could sometimes be heard or a puff of smoke from an invisible stack might be seen. Clocks would stop for anywhere from 6 minutes to 20, which is the length of the actual stay. The crossing guards at the Miami Street Junction also would drop down mysteriously when there was nothing on the tracks. Eventually, the legend claimed that on the night of April 29th each year, the train would appear. Of course, this doesn't actually happen, and most ghost hunters go looking at the wrong place because the train did pass through the Miami Street Station. It just never stopped there. However, it is a fun local story that the small town enjoys maintaining as part of its cultural heritage. Fucking Lincoln Ghost Train. My God. (laughs) Choo-choo, all aboard the Lincoln Ghost Train. I want I want to go to Urbana on April 29th now and just I'm sure it's oh my god yeah it's just like a fun thing that they do but I would love to do that and just experience it we've got to like start a ghost calendar yes of like especially hauntings that are relative to dates yes I think that's a wonderful idea that's technically the end of my stories for Lincoln I do have three little stories of other hauntings at the White House so I can read them either now or i can do them at the very end whatever you yeah let's do that at the end then okay it's not a lincoln specific i did have a bunch of white house stuff but then i deleted it from my doc 12 (laughs) minutes ago (laughs) because i'm like well we're not doing this maybe we'll do the white house in general some other day 
And I could also save but these whatever, for fine. White House in general, so this doesn't have to be now. We'll see how we feel okay. after I tell you about my close personal ghost, George Washington. Yay! Yes, yes. I decided to go all the way back to the first guy. All the way to the beginning. Yeah, all the way to number one. He was okay. I mean, he had some faults, like, you know, owning lots of slaves, and he freed his slaves, but he didn't free his wife's slaves after his death. He had 11, and she had, like, 280, so... Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was probably the best, and it's all been downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't he have... Is it just, like, a, a myth, but did he have wooden teeth? Is that a thing? Okay, let me just double check that because I didn't like look up too much about his actual life because I'm more into his death and his what not past life, afterlife. I don't actually know how he died, so I'm very excited to hear about this. Oh, well, he was an old man. (laughs) (laughs) He did look old. Oh, wait a second. I'm sorry, he didn't have human teeth. I for I mean, he didn't have he didn't have wooden teeth. I forgot. He had several pairs of dentures. He had hippopotamus ivory. What? And human teeth. Oh my god. Probably human teeth from slaves. Oh, so Jesus. It's like even worse. Yeah. Yeah, so real bad. <laughs> I I kind of blocked that out of my memory. I remember learning that fun fact and went, "Aha." Uh-huh. So, cool. Sorry to bring it up. (laughs) Yeah, sorry to bring it down. (laughs) Fun facts. Learning about history with the ghost hose, where everything is much more disappointing than, you know, you thought it was. Than we remember. Turns out the past was not so great. Yep. What? It was pretty terrible. (laughs) Take off those rose-tinted glasses, y'all. It's about to get real. <laughs> All right, so George Washington, you know him. He was born on February 22nd in 1732. He was one of our founding fathers. He was like the general of the fucking United States military when we became the United States. He Oh god, fuck, I don't fuck, I don't want to do this born history stuff. Who cares? You know who? You know who he was. <laughs> he was that guy. He was very popular. Everyone loved him and stuff and and they elected him president. Uh, and he was elected president twice and then he eventually stepped down after two terms because he didn't want to basically turn America into a monarchy. He thought that would be a bad precedent to set. So he's like, no, I have to step down because I'm getting older and if I die and there's nobody else in charge, things might turn a little chaotic. So I'll be going to step down before I die so people can, you know, get over it. And yeah, he when he stepped down, he wrote a 6,000 word parting farewell Oh, wow. Yeah. I think the Gettysburg Address is like 270 words or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was very verbose and he had a lot of advice to give to America. Mostly, he focused on three main dangers. Hyperpartisanship, excessive debt, and foreign wars. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh my god, we're following his advice so good, everyone. We're doing such a good job. We're making our four founders proud and stuff. Good job, yay. <sighs> the ghost hoes get political. Alright, so George Washington does not haunt the White House. The White House was not finished being constructed until after his death. So he basically haunts Mount Vernon, which was the plantation home that he inherited from his family. Okay. It's on the banks of the Potomac River in Virginia. It was built 
1735 by George Washington's father, Augustine. He came into ownership in 1754, and he renovated it over the next 45 years of his life. I think it's pretty much similar to how it was after he died. It's now a 21-room residence, but the home at the time was constructed using wood. However, they used a variety of techniques to simulate the look of stone, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you fake stone? You craft it. You carve wood <laughs> to look like stone, and you paint it. That's really cool. And it looks more stone-like. Yeah, it is cool. That's a neat idea. Like, why not just use stone? Because wood is cheaper, <laughs> probably. I don't know. But inside, Washington had lots of rooms to entertain. He had lots of guests. He had a study, two dining rooms, a west parlor, a front parlor, multiple bedrooms. Over his lifetime, the house was home to thousands of guests, many whose stays ranged from hours to weeks. Outside of the home lay the slave quarters, where slaves lived, ate, and died. During its peak time, the grounds held 318 slaves. Uh, Back in the forest of the property lies a memorial for all of the enslaved people who lived and died there. That's where they used to have a cemetery for them, but the graves were either unmarked or the markings did not survive the years. So it's unknown how many bodies are buried back in the forest. If you go back towards that memorial, people usually hear songs being sung by unseen people. They see shadows moving between the trees. Sometimes they feel tapping on their backs and nobody's behind them. So, yeah. Washington himself can be seen throughout his house, moving things and speaking to his guests, living or dead. Being host to many people, it's said that his spirit still believes that he has got to be welcoming. (laughs) He's a good host, that guy. There's often shadows that are seen in the bedroom where he passed. Oh, wait, I didn't tell you how he died. So he just died of of pneumonia. He was an old man, though. Very uneventful. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, supposedly he was out on the farm on a cold day, and he just got sick and did not get better, and he just died in his bed. So, sucks to be him, I guess. Right. But it's cold. Why are you outside? Calm your tits, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> With some due respect. I mean, that kind of sucks. If he had just, like, not gone outside. I mean, the story is that he was toiling away. I'm like, he couldn't have been toiling. That's kind of ridiculous. One, he was an old man. Right. Two, he had 300 fucking slaves. Right. Why would he be doing any toiling at all? I feel like that's probably bu- bullshit, but... This is to make him sound better. So, he was 67 years old when he oh, died. Okay. I mean, it's not the oldest, but it's also not the yeah. youngest. But for that time, too, like, what was the life expectancy? Probably, like... Yeah, probably, like, 60. Well, the first uh, account that I can find of his ghost being seen in his home uh, is from a newspaper in 1890. This is from the New York World newspaper. So, they're talking about George Washington's bedroom where he passed away. Quote, This historic chamber is haunted. Of that there would seem to be little doubt. Many people within recent years have slept in, and they declare that they are awed by the viewless presence of the nation's first president. They deny earnestly that the notion is based on imagination. Few of these temporary occupants have been able to get any sleep. Obviously, it is one thing to see a ghost, and quite another thing to feel one to be aware of the nearness of a strange and brooding specter. They all agree that Washington visits his chamber in the still watches of the night. 
Mrs. William Beale and a friend of hers spent a night at Mount Vernon. At their own request, they were permitted to occupy Washington's bedroom. In the middle of the night, they were awakened by the sputtering of their candle. Fancied they saw a spook. It went out with a noise, and they began to feel alarmed. Mrs. Beale said to her friend, You are on the side of the bed where Washington died. The other replied, No, I'm not. He died on your side. Finally, they decided that the question was doubtful, and there was no more sleep to be had by them that night. Got up, dressed themselves, and they sat around until the morning, scared by every squeak of the windows, and at one moment they were sure they heard Washington's sword clank distinctly in a corner. Oh my god, that's totally something I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no more sleep tonight. (laughs) Yeah. But also, was that still his bed? They, like, were they sleeping in the bed that he right, died like the in, or was it just? Bed? I mean, I don't know because it was eighteen ninety. I mean, beds didn't grow on trees. Right. You didn't just throw out a bed because somebody died in it. I don't know that they had those like "do not tear" stickers on the mattresses. It's probably made out of like hay or some shit. He was the first president, so his house from like day one has always been a pretty important place. Right. So, was it his bed? Right. That's what I want to know. Oh my god, because that would be extra spooky. <laughs> god, plus he died on it. Like, yeah. no thank you. They flipped it, don't worry. They flipped, <laughs> they flipped the mattress. They flip it every five years. <laughs> yeah. But, did you know that even after his death, George Washington saved America. What? Yes, I'll have you know, he continued fighting for the Union in another war you might be familiar with. Oh. The Civil War. Do tell. So, there was a group of Union soldiers waging battle against 1863 draft rioters during the Civil War on... Wait, where was this? Oh, crap. I forgot what state or whatever. Who cares? (sighs) Why do I just delete things that are important and I forget? (laughs) It was up north, probably. Cool. Yeah, it was probably up north because they were Union soldiers fighting against uh, draft rioters. Yeah. But then dressed in the uniform of the American Revolution, a man appeared before the Union soldiers and he issued them a command. He said, fix bayonets, charge! And the Union soldiers, well, they charged right down that hill and they forced the rioters into full retreat. And they saw, swear, that that looked mighty like that George Washington that we've seen pictures of. Was this Gettysburg? Or was it a different one? No, but there's a second time. I was going to say, I feel like this was in our Gettysburg episode. (laughs) Yes. George Washington appeared before the 20th Main Division as they were approaching Gettysburg. Okay. They came to a fork in the road, and they didn't know which way to take. And then suddenly, a very tall and very impressive person wearing a tri-cornered hat on a horseback waved them down and pointed them in the right direction to go and commanded them to follow him. People were kind of sheepish at first, but then they kind of later admitted, like, yeah, no, that was, that was George Washington. We we saw him. Like, that was not <laughs> a regular Union soldier. He wasn't dressed. He wasn't dressed like a Union soldier. That was Washington. That uniform was so last season. <laughs> that, yeah, that <laughs> uniform was so many years ago. I can't do math, and I'm not even going to pretend to try because math wasn't invented yet. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, no, more recent stories. There's a head guard, because, well, obviously now Mount Vernon is a tourist destination. So one of the nighttime guards in probably the 80s, the n- 1980s, 
not the 1880s or the <laughs> 1780s. You got to specify some of the clarification. Stickle. Yes, yes, yes. He reports that often an alarm would go off inside the stable. I don't know how horses work, but however long it would take for you to unsettle a horse and put it to bed for the night and walk from the stable up to the mansion, an alarm would go off in the Washington bedchamber. Guards who were dispatched to go check on the situation would not find anyone or anything amiss, but then guard was all like, you know, it's probably the general coming home and making his horse comfortable and then going up to his room. Okay. A man named Andrew appeared on the TV show My Ghost Story. Now, Andrew was on a night tour of Mount Vernon. He went a little ahead of the tour group. He was looking for a bedroom where one of the Washington's family members had carved their name into a wall or something. I don't know. He accidentally ended up in Washington's bedroom instead. And he saw Lane on the bed, George Washington himself. Oh. Not like the man on the dollar bill, like older and sicker and at the end of his life. He saw bloody rags all around George Washington on the bed. Washington looks at Andrew, he blinks, and the vision vanishes. And he's just like, I know what I saw. I saw it was him. So how cool would it be if, like, this dude was actually, like, time-traveled? And, like, right before George (gasps) Washington died, he saw him and thought it was a ghost? (gasps) Oh, my God. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, how mind-blowing would that be? Yeah, it's possible. So now we're going to go back. So that's the ghosty parts of George Washington. But now I'm going to go back to when he was alive. Okay. So George Washington, supposedly, I mean, suppose he says, he wrote it down. He claims that in 1777, he saw a vision from, oh. I guess, an angel. He was like super stressed about America's fate and the war. And so he just went someplace quiet and a figure of tall, imposing, bright, beautiful figure appeared to him and gave him some prophecies. It kept saying, uh, son of the Republic, look and learn. And it would show him incomprehensible bullshit. But people have, uh, I'm not going to read the prophecies because they are long and incomprehensible, but basically it's believed that the first prophecy was about continuing the Revolutionary War, and the second prophecy was about the Civil War. It ended with, remember ye are brethren, and stuff like that. And the third prophecy has yet to be determined. It's not fulfilled yet. So, and it's so long, and I just do not know what to pick out from it. It's just more unease and more terrible dark clouds rolling across America. It's bad, but who knows? Is it now? Is, is that what it I is? Pr- I feel like is it right now? now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's probably now. Because it feels like right now. Yeah. So the, basically the, the figure prophesies three perils or dangers facing America. So we've Definitely face two, and possibly are facing the third right now with our Cheeto in chief. What? I think all we need to do is start looking for George Washington's ghost now. He Mm -hmm. clearly will be showing us the way. Yes. George Washington, answer for your country. You you started this. You need to finish it. Come to me in my dreams. Yes. I know you weren't all bad. You had some real good ideas about not being super partisan. He didn't want a two-party system. <laughs> he didn't want parties at all. He wanted people to run on their own merits. And Yeah, that sounds wonderful. But look, we said fuck you about all those good ideas you had. 
And let's just keep on keeping on. And that's America. Where we don't like change. <laughs> but we like it when it's bad. Yeah. Boo! Boo! Do, 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 do. <laughs> this is why I wasn't pumped about this episode, because I feel so... It's hard to be patriotic at this very no, moment I in know. time. I should have just listened to the Hamilton soundtrack, and, and then I would have been more pumped. I'm sorry. This was my subject, and It's I... okay. No, it's, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault that I... I feel no. I I get it. Uh, recommending death. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> okay. So oh, I'm sorry. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Are you cool story, boo? boo. Thanks. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't tell you cool story. I'm sorry. We're no, I'm it's okay. Such a disaster today. We're. It's so hot in here. <laughs> Dude, trust me. I'm like sweating fucking balls right now. <laughs> Why am I wearing pants? Why? I, I put on know. these pants. I had a blanket on me and I had to remove it from myself. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> recommendations. Oh, man. Recommendations. Well, I don't recommend death. So, you remember Ghost Hunters? Yep. Well, well bitch, they're coming back. I heard. I'm so excited. Yeah, so basically, different parts of the Ghost Hunters are going on different shows. So they're going to okay. actually be... The Ghost Hunters are returning to A&E, and other members of the Ghost Hunters are going to be on a new show called Ghost Nation on the Travel Channel. Sweet. Ghost Hunters should... It's actually, by the time this is out, it's definitely out. I think tomorrow, technically. Ooh, awesome. I think so, I have A&E. So probably Hulu. I think maybe you can watch it on there. Ooh, awesome. Possibly. But yeah, so check out Ghost Nation and Ghost Hunters. There's members of those teams that we are familiar with, and they did good, solid stuff back in the day. And I yeah. feel like they're going to continue to do good, solid stuff. I think they were a, a good team. Yeah. Hopefully they'll continue to produce quality content. Very exciting. Yes. That's my recommendation, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Unless it's garbage. <laughs> oh, no. Then what we didn't if, tell you if, anything. What if they changed? What if they're... Oh, I don't know. Don't betray me, Ghost Hunters. Or Ghost Nation. My recommendation is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. <gasps> oh, my God. It's such a good movie. I actually wish I owned it, because I would like to watch it more times. Also, the guy that plays Abraham Lincoln in that movie is, like, hella hot. Yeah. That's and so it makes true. me have weird feelings about the president. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Babraham Lincoln, am I right? See, I was right. I was right with the babe. Mm-hmm. What babe? You the babe with right. the power. What power? The power of uh, vampire hunting. <laughs> vampire hunting? <laughs> or maybe it's vampire hunter. Oh, my God. I might have said the name wrong. Whatever. The Abraham Lincoln vampire movie. Yes. Well, yeah, that's a good idea, too. Oh my god, but if we're going to be present related, you know what? Everyone should listen to the Hamilton the musical because it's fucking yes. baller and it will make you feel a little bit better about this yeah. country that some of us live in, not all of us, because I know we got some <laughs> listeners yes. in other countries who it I'm looking at you, Australia. Might make you dislike us a little less. <sighs> it's a bit more hopeful than <laughs> yes, what we've just presented you with. I, well, at least what I presented you with. I'm sorry, I went, I'm in a mood. Oh no, I'm sure that there were things I could have said about Lincoln that were not very great, so. Oh, also, before I forget, because I uh-huh. keep forgetting every fucking episode, my coworker Ron, 
uh-huh. he likes to take credit for things uh-huh. and he wants to he says that he's uh-huh. the reason that we started recording again because he asked me about the podcast uh-huh. and that's around the time that i was talking to you about recording again. Uh-huh. okay <laughs> so uh, this is just me telling ron hello yeah well I'll, I'll let ron know that recording ghost host has been on my to-do list <laughs> literally <laughs> for over a year it's, i just couldn't yeah. you know, it's hard to get up the gumption and organize things when yep. everything around you is falling apart and is constantly on fire but but we thank you for your enthusiasm about yes, the show <laughs> but also maybe it's totally yeah it's it's ron thanks ron yep. It was totally Ron. It's Ron. You get a ghost cookie. (laughs) (laughs) You know what we haven't done in forever? What? The ghost host shout out. All right. Cool. We'll do it. Ready? Yeah. Woo! Oh, my God. I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'll line it up and post. It's fine. So, I think that's it. Yeah hit us up on social media i'll be posting the photo of abraham lincoln's ghost on our instagram which is at the ghost hose we're instagram tumblr facebook twitter everywhere we have all the social medias and if you have any personal ghost stories you'd like to tell us you can email us at the at gmail.com follow us on spotify and listen to us on spotify Yes. Uh, also, if you could leave us a review on the Apple podcast or yes. whatever podcast app you listen on, if you can review us, that would be helpful somehow. I Very don't know. helpful. But it's, it, yeah. you know. Makes us more visible. Much like that ghost I saw last night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks right. for listening, guys. We hope you like our patriotic episode. Yes. Or our not-so-patriotic episode. Hey. <laughs> You know, America has some good parts. No, we're for sure. Just, we're just dealing with a lot of uh, orange garbage right now. I don't know what's wrong. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye, Booz. But I thought it'd be cool God. if we could have, like, not the national anthem, but, like, the presidential, like, oh. music. Yes. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah. Beth, find that. <laughs> or we'll find it for you. I'll find it and I'll put it in the folder. Perfect. Don't worry, I got you, boo. Okay. <laughs> you are so good at things. Thank you so much for that. I try to be helpful and organized. I'm not very helpful or organized, but I oh do make an attempt. <laughs> I'm the least but helpful. I feel so bad that you have to, like, have me as a co-host all the time. Oh, you're the best, Q. I wouldn't have it any other way. <sighs> Thank you. That makes me feel a little better.